You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you once again for an Australian Survivor recap episode. We are at the end, the absolute end of another season of Australian Survivor, and what a season it's been. It's been up, it's been down, it's been everywhere, and there's been a lot of stuff to talk about. And we are here to include our recap series as we talk about the final week, episodes 24, 25, and 26, as well as a reunion thrown in there for good measure. We're going to talk about the winner, the runner-up, everybody else in between, and what better way to do that than with a former contestant, of course, as we have done every single week throughout this season. And we get requests, we get people every week pestering us who they want on the show, and as soon as we get somebody on, there's always somebody else on the list, and it keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. But I, I have to say, this has probably been one person that's been requested pretty much every single week. And uh, we have, I guess we've saved the best for last, let's be honest. I mean, you know, we like Andrew, we like Dez, you know, we like everybody else, but you got to save the best for last. I do, of course, speak of uh, Season 3, 2016 contestant, Season 1, whichever way you want to refer to it as uh, Fourth place finisher on the 2016 version of Australian Survivor It is Felicity Flick Eggington, am I saying that correctly Or have I butchered your name yes. already? Yes, you are, no, that's okay. correct Good. Yeah. Yes, alright, it's Flick, I'll just say Flick Hello Flick, welcome to the Oz Network Thanks for having me Ben, how are you? I am doing fantastically How are you doing tonight? That's are you good. recovered? I am doing absolutely amazing <laughs> Recovered from Australian Survivor 2017? I, I, yeah, I have recovered now I mean it has, you know, it has been a few days now So <laughs> do, doing pretty well it's uh, it's obviously been a, a bit of a grueling uh, time watching yeah. Australian Survivor. Obviously, any Survivor fan who kind of watches this compared to the US one, it's obviously a little bit more uh, involved. But it's still obviously mm. been a very fun, amazing season. We've got a brand new winner of Australian Survivor. Jericho is yeah, the sole survivor. Uh, I mean, yeah. first of all, start off as always, Flick. What was your general take of this entire season? I mean, I have to say, and to be completely honest, this has been one of my favourite seasons, um, including all of the American seasons as well. I think that um, the production did an amazing job with the casting and also just all the twists and everything like that. Um, I think that um, all up, the, the casting choice was amazing. There was so much gameplay, I couldn't even keep up with it. Um, <laughs> so I absolutely, I absolutely loved it this season. It was awesome. Has it been a sort of an interesting ride? I've sort of put this to each of uh, the people from your season that we've had on across this season that, I mean, having now played the game after being a fan, was it kind of mm. a weird experience getting to, to watch another Australian version after yeah. having played it the previous season? Yeah, definitely. I think the first few episodes for me, not sure about all the other contestants, but it was pretty hard. Um, I think, obviously, it was filmed in Samoa as well and it brought back a lot of memories, good and bad. Um, but, you know, I think all of us from season one, you know, we were like, oh, we miss it and want to be out there and everything like that. So um, I guess I, I miss it out there. I miss playing the game and everything like that. But after the first few episodes, um, I started to watch it again as a game um, and didn't become so attached to it. And I started watching it as a viewer, um, which was really good because, you know, I wasn't so, you know, um, you know, feeling like I was, 
you know, wanting to be there and everything like that. It was more I was enjoying the game for what it was and everything like that, which was really good. And you are actually just looking kind of through your season. You you, you are the longest-lasting player that we've had on this show. Uh, we, previously, it was Matt. Uh, we haven't spoken to El Lee or Chrissy before, so you oh, now wow. are the longest-standing one. And I guess kind of for you... I kind am of, the sole survivor. You are. <laughs> through Oz Network, you are it. You are the winner. I am the um, sole survivor. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Thank but, you. But, but, I mean, obviously, even just kind of this week alone for you, because, I mean, yeah. you obviously made it basically to where Michelle did, of course. I mean, yeah, is that kind of... Amazing memory connections and kind of you're sort of there and kind of can you get that extra connection with someone like Michelle because she's in definitely. your place in the season before? Yeah, definitely. And I also think that the the funny thing is that um, I actually wanted to go to Fire Challenge as well. So it's funny <laughs> that um, they had the Fire Challenge this season, which I absolutely loved and respected um, because I think that is a really good thing for the players but also for the viewers as well, um, yeah. which is what I wanted in season one but no one wanted to play with me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I do feel a really strong connection with Michelle. I think she's an amazing person and I grew to love her more and more as the season went on. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess everyone feels a connection to, to the person that placed the same as them. Yeah. I think everyone from our season feels a connection to the same person that um, placed the same. And I think kind of the, for a lot of the fans out there, I mean, I was one that kind of went into this week assuming Michelle's got this in the bag and sort of when she mm. went down in that manner, I mean, uh, it, was, I it was crazy, I think. You know, the thing about Survivor and a lot of people think, oh, yeah, it's all game, it's all game, it's all game. There is actually a bit of luck to it. There is a lot of luck to it. And, you know, if you say one wrong thing or if something happens or if there's a twist or that or this, um, it can completely destroy your game. And I think for Michelle... Um, you know, unfortunately, that's what happened to her. So she should have really just um, kept going as she was and and stuck with, you know, the people that she should have stuck with. And unfortunately, she ended up going to a fire challenge and lost. Yeah, and I mean, it's kind of that luck element, as you were saying. I mean, it, yeah. it, was, it was kind of interesting, that parallel. I, I thought that sort of, as you just brought up there with your season, kind of just how badly you were, like, fighting there to get Elle to come down, then sort of Christy, and just no one would kind of come to your side. Yeah. And then and obviously, the funny, yeah, the funny thing was about my season is that um, Elle, Lee, and Christy, amazing people, love them all. Um, but I find it funny that no one actually did want to work with me because... Um, I found it beneficial for Christy to want to work with me and for also Elle to want to work with me because I had such a tight relationship with her. So Elle, I feel like, should have taken me to the final three because no matter what, I would have taken her over Lee. Mm. Um, And then for Christy, she should have taken me um, because then it would have been easier for her to get to the final two. Obviously, she made it to the final two anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So she did a good job doing that. But I just think strategy-wise, like people weren't really thinking of the best scenario for them and it was more about emotions towards the end. The dreaded M word in Australian Survivor, isn't it, Flick? That, Mateship. Uh, and yeah. it was, and it really was because I was there at the end and people see what they see on TV, but I was there and obviously for me, unfortunately, um, you know, I hurt Elle's feelings and whatnot. Um, but I think that regardless of that, whether you hurt someone's feelings or not, you should always think of your game and what would be best for your game. And unfortunately, I think people, you know, Christy wanted to take Ellen Lee because she loved them so much and she'd been with them since the beginning and that was her reasoning. It wasn't actually, you know, full-on strategy. And with Elle, she didn't want to take me because I'd betrayed her. Um, It was probably my own fault in the end because, you know, what I had done. But at the same time, I wanted to go out there and play the game. Which I think as a fan... 
I respected that a lot because, I mean, I only got to see the second half of your season just before this season. I was overseas during the second half, so it took me a while to kind of get on the train and, and watch the rest adapt, of it. Yeah. yeah, but I actually, I think kind of in those early moments, having watched the first half, it wasn't necessarily that I was ignoring you or kind of not paying attention to your gameplay. I guess I just kind of wasn't as focused as much on a first-time viewing as you are often with a lot of players. On a rewatch yeah. of this season, you're going to pay more attention to Jericho. You're going to see a little bit more what Michelle did early on, you know, things like that. But having kind of known how the season played out, I'd obviously realised that Chrissy had won, kind of it was a leave final two with her. I, I paid a lot of attention to kind of what you were doing, and I think the second half of the season, um, of your season, I was just absolutely on your, your fan wagon. I was like, go oh, flick! Like, here so we go. Much. I obviously knew that you weren't going to win, but I was like, holy shit, I wish I was watching this live, because I definitely would have been team flick. Thank you so much. Like, I do appreciate that. And I think at the end of the day, um, I played the best game that I could play. Um, and at the end of the day, no matter how good of a gameplay you are, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make it to the end. Yeah. Because other people are going to make choices that may be best for them or maybe not best for them, and that could jeopardize your position. So for me, unfortunately, that's what happened to me. Um, I feel like this season, season two, people were thinking more a lot about their game. Um, well... Not entirely, but a lot of the people were um, thinking about their game and how to get to the end and how to get to the end with a weaker person. Which, the thing that I really enjoyed about this season in, in kind of just the strategic play was that it was still a very unpredictable game. Sort of the second half of your season, I felt, was kind of... I mean, predictable. predictable because Definitely. you had until that group. Until I did that blind side. Yeah, well, exactly. In time of, yeah. You turned against Brooke and it was kind of, yeah. it was sort of really you knew what was going to happen. And this season, even like every week, it was like, okay, well, Luke's got this in the bag. No, see you, Luke. You know, and then it was kind of just like, oh, well, Lockie, Definitely. if he keeps winning, it's, oh, no, bye, Lockie. And then Michelle, she's, oh, no, bye, Michelle. And I, yeah. I think if you went back... And I would be, I would love to see if anybody picked Jericho as a winner. And even through his early edit, it's like, wow, this guy is, he's one of, and this is no disrespect to Jericho. I said this to him in the exit interview. He's like one of the strangest winners because like he just was so unpredictable the way he played this game. And that kind of I mean, makes for a unique winner. I have, I have so much respect for Jericho because I think he's a very deserving winner. Um, do I think he was the best player in the game? Not so much, um, but he did win the game and he is a deserving winner. He got to the end and he actually did make moves and he was sneaky yeah. and he did things. It wasn't like he was floating the whole time and on the bottom of the alliance just doing what everyone else said to do. Um, so I think in my opinion, Jericho is a very deserving winner. I was really happy to see him win the game. Um, him or Tara would have been a very deserving winner in my eyes. Um, obviously, I'm really happy that Jericho won. Um, but I do agree with you. I mean, this season in particular, season two, has been very erratic. And I have not even predicted who will be going home each week. I did power rankings. Um, and, you know, sometimes I was completely shocked. And, for example, um, Amy, I didn't expect her to go so early on in the season. And mm -hmm. I also didn't expect... I mean, there's a lot of people that I did not expect to go so early on, but they did. And I guess that's the game of Survivor. You never know what's going to happen. That's why we love it. That's why we have podcasts like <laughs> exactly. this to try and talk and why exactly. predicting these things is not an exact science. I mean, no. I've been watching this show since I was 13, Flick, and I've never correctly picked a winner. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. But, I mean, just I think kind of what we're going to do in this episode is it's going to be slightly different in the fact that we're not necessarily going to go over a whole lot of what we saw in these three episodes because even if we had a look at these three episodes as a whole, the only things really are probably to discuss is 
Sunday night's terrible episode and the jury twist. Uh, yeah. Monday night, Pete winning immunity and the fire building challenge. And Amazing. then then final tribal council is probably it. I mean, you can kind of gel over, I think, a few of the other things in between. But I, mean, I brought it up. I'll just get it over and done with now. Sunday night. Look, I'm sorry. What a waste of an episode. That was terrible. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. this, this whole notion of removing a jury member, I'm not opposed to this as a twist. I think it worked pretty decently in co Yeah. It's just, do we need a whole episode around this? I mean, it just for, felt so for me wasted. personally, um, as a player, but also as a viewer, I don't respect it so much because I understand as a player, um, for Tessa, that would be the hardest thing ever, to be voted out of the jury. Um, I think that's pretty unfair. You know, she earned her position and everything like that. She should be there. Um, and I know she's a huge Survivor fan as well, so I yeah. completely felt for her. Um, and then as a, um, as a viewer... Um, I just feel like, I mean, we want to watch people get voted off. We don't want to watch an episode and no one get voted off. And I think everyone's on the same page as me. We want to watch people get voted off. We watch Survivor to watch people get voted off. Um, And unfortunately, that did not happen on Sunday night. And this is where I will always argue that Survivor is a once a week show. If you're going to do multiple episodes, it needs to be done differently. And um, it's... It's tricky because I think that they're they're doing well with a lot of what they've got, but then you know, particularly at this point of the game, like one, I, I do definitely remember in, in your season was it the one where Matt won the uh, the reward, and did you not get the reward in that one too? There was that non elimination episode of the final six, I think it was, wasn't it? Oh, because I won it as well. That was yeah. Like, you know what? That we were so confused with that. Um, it was really confusing because yeah. Matt was meant to win something really big and then if he won it again, he was meant to win something really big and then I ended up winning the, the second part of the challenge and mm-hmm. then I, obviously we had to bring someone and Matt was like, oh, we need to bring Christy and I was like, okay, yep, sounds good. <laughs> but at the same time, in the back of my head, I was like, I don't trust this girl. But <laughs> I was like, you know what? My only opportunity is to trust her and to work with her and Matt because we were all on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to work with people on the bottom? Why would you want to work against the people on top? So that's what we did, and unfortunately, um, did not turn out well for myself or Matt. No, no, sadly not. But yeah, it's just—I mean, it's just—I thought, kind of thought we'd done with the non-elimination episodes early in this season because they kind of seem to come like boom, boom, boom. But then all of a sudden, it's like, I no, guess, you got to work out the numbers and the episodes yeah, that are left. So. I guess it's the Australian format. At the end of the yeah. day, um, we have to just understand that that's the Australian format, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe over time they'll make it more interesting and, um, you know, us as viewers will um, like it a little bit more. But until then, I guess we won't. (laughs) And, I mean, if you're put in that situation, hypothetically uh, on your season, you win Mm. that reward. Can you logistically think who you would want to take off the jury? Because, I mean, it kind of... I mean, Jericho yeah, yeah. went through the, the motions with that, but I think it's kind of, to me, that's a very difficult choice, particularly if it's not kind of cut and dry when it comes to I mean, it's players. a pretty hard choice. At the end of the day, if I was in the top four and I won that challenge and I got to vote someone out, let me think about who I'm with, um, I would probably get rid of... Ooh, that's a hard one. I would probably get rid of possibly Sam... Mm-hmm. Um, only because I know how tight he was with um, Lee um, and also Elle. And I feel like, respectively, um, I think Nick would have voted for me had I got to the end if I was sitting next to, you know, obviously um, Lee or Christy. Um, and I think a lot of people would have voted for me. I did play a pretty good game, but at the end of the day, the game that I played 
a lot of people didn't know about because I was, I guess, so playing dumb. I never seemed to know, like I acted like I didn't know what I was doing. But at the camera, I was like, I know what I'm doing. I'm on top. I'm making people not look for idols. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Um, but the thing was, I acted just like this dumb Gold Coast girl that didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> but I was probably the one there that was strategizing the most. Like at nighttime, I was like in my brain thinking, okay, what am I going to do next? What's the best move? What's this? What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. I mean, the sort of just the confessionals, I think, kind of throughout all the confessionals in your season, you were definitely one of the stars of that. And, uh, and, you know. and, it, and it's funny looking back as well. I think I never wanted to be one of these people people on TV that was like, I'm in control and I'm this and I'm that. So I Not never, Andrew. <laughs> I, I, I never really, I could have been a lot more confident than what I was, but I never wanted to be too confident and then get voted out next. So to be honest with you, I feel like I downplayed my game on Survivor, if that makes sense. Yeah, that no, makes definitely sense. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Hello, Andrew, if you're listening, I just had to you know, start a little dig in there. He, Hi, he Andrew, lo- we love you. He loves you. us. We, we love you too. Uh, <laughs> Thanks um... for my juice on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he actually saved my life. He gave me a juice one day when oh, I swung over. There you go. Right. Good on you, Andrew. Look at him. I trust him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you're working, working the cards there right for uh, All Stars, exactly. Andrew. Good job. Exactly. Um, you're getting, getting trust from Flick. That works a treat. Um, I mean, yeah, Monday night i mean it kind of really all came down to obviously this fire building challenge i mean it was kind of interesting like peter winning the immunity i was glad i i'm a bit of a peter fanboy i liked peter i absolutely love him yeah it was just kind absolutely of such a shame him. we didn't get to see a whole lot of what he was doing but it made it he, interesting he got the immunity. yeah he got the L. exactly yeah, but does exactly. that does he does he end up with like somebody at the end of the game though like i mean is he gonna i well, don't know we never know. Yeah, Does who he? knows? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I was going to say, you were at the reunion. Was there any kind of like, you know, flirting nothing. going on? I say nothing. <laughs> I say nothing. Oh, there's something there. Uh, but like, yeah, I, I kind of... I, 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 him winning, I thought, was sort of really made for the interesting episode and sort of getting Michelle on side and then kind of it all really came down to Tara's vote. And Michelle said in an exit interview with us that she was 100% sure that Tara was on her side. She was, you know, Michelle was waiting to kind of console Jericho as he was, you know, leaving the game and all yeah. of a sudden it's like, boom, nope, fire building challenge. So, again, as you were saying, this is what you wanted at Final Four. Uh, yeah. I mean, kind of what was your take on how this all went down sort of at the Final Four? As if you are absolutely loved it i think that it was amazing and um i love fire challenges i think it shows that players are wanting to fight for their position um which is what i wanted to do i just wanted to be given the chance to fight for my position um in season one yeah i may not have won against lee um or christy but um or actually no i would have beat christy but um (laughs) (laughs) but um i probably wouldn't have won against lee but you never know i feel like um you just don't know what's going to happen in the game of survivor but i feel like for this season in particular it was great for the viewers i feel like as a player um michelle should have not really um been so confident in herself i think she's an amazing person an amazing player and everything like that don't get me wrong but i think towards the end um she should have just kept playing the game really hard and be like no jericho you're all sweet no it's all good we just had a chat you know we're really emotional we're getting to the end and you know this is going on and don't worry like you know um he just wanted to chat to me privately like there's nothing going on like total respect for you like go feel feel free to go have a chat with him like um, you know, we're all in this together, whatever, like, you know, um, but the fact that she got so defensive obviously made Jericho worried and yeah. that's when he, he obviously went to Tara and that's when the whole game changed for Michelle, unfortunately, but at the same time, you don't know how you're feeling and you know, as a person that's played before, um, 
you may make a little mistake in Survivor and, you know, you may think that you're making a good, you know, a good choice and everything like that. Michelle probably was thinking, oh, I'm sticking out for myself and everything like that. Um, but it's things like that that can actually get you booted out of the game. And the car curse too, Flick. It's happened again. I know. Um, <laughs> Why didn't I win a car? I, I <laughs> well, there you fourth. go. Fourth place. Come on. Why is it, Where's the car I for Flick? I was robbed. <laughs> I was robbed twice. Robbed from a car and robbed from winning. And you didn't and even get the Holden ad. <laughs> and the family visit too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my exactly. God. I was robbed so many times. Jeez. This is, this is not good. <laughs> Bringing back all these memories. But, um, it's not good. It's not good. But it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's so, like, it's fascinating because it's kind of when she won the car, everyone was like, well, the car quest is going to be broken because Michelle's winning yeah. this game, but nope, exactly. there she goes. And then it's actually oh. interesting, on the flip side of that, it seems to be the person who wins the jury removal wins the game. I mean, Michelle won Co Wrong, and now Jericho's yeah. won uh, this season. So it's kind of the opposite of the it's car curse good, here. It's a good curse to have. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. There's that option moving forward. I wish uh, I had that curse. <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, it's and like, you know, you didn't even get a car commercial at the end of it too. I mean, you've got to finish second to clearly get the Holden Trailblazer. Yeah, but right? I'm not as attracted to Lee. Like, I'm not as attractive as him. Like, well, so. I mean, look, it depends, really. I mean, look, Lee's a beautiful man, but, I mean, like, I, I don't... Do I really want to buy a Holden because this, you know, sexy guy's trying to sell it to me? I mean, I'm more so attuned to look at it. So do you reckon I would have been a little bit better? Yeah, for me personally, Flick, I would have probably preferred to buy okay. a Holden if I saw you driving right. it. But, well, again... Maybe I'll contact Channel 10 then. Please. Know. <laughs> yeah, please do. Fight over with Tara because I think Tara's in the box seat right now to get herself a uh, Holden commercial. I think Michelle might be, actually, because she's got a trailblazer. <laughs> yeah, well, she, she was selling them pretty well at the reunion, wasn't she? <laughs> wasn't she? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she's in the next commercial for it. Oh, God, it's fantastic. Uh, um, but, yeah, I mean, final sort of uh, going into the final trial, because obviously we had the same uh, final immunity as last year, but obviously a bit of a different setting, the nighttime one. You, I mean, given that, yeah, you were one one sort of uh, moment away from being in that challenge. Can you stop rubbing it in, please? Uh, sorry, I'm just being a real prick to you right now. But <laughs> I, I was going to, like, say something good here for you, Flick. Just, oh, just okay, wait for it. Okay, just wait for it. Then. I'm known as a suck-up on this show. There's a reason for this. Um... <laughs> But I don't imagine that you would have fallen for Christy's tears at the end. Would you have not just Aww. gone, oh, come on, Christy, just just calm down? <laughs> I would have been like, can you shut the hell up? No, <laughs> 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 no I, I probably would have given her my stink eye. Nah, joking. But, um, nah, I probably, you know, if I was in that last challenge and if it was with Christy and whoever it may have been, I think um, the fact that family was there would have made a whole deal. I think... I'm not saying I could have beaten Christy because I think she has a lot of determination and she wanted that so bad and I applaud her for that. She did an amazing job. Um, but for me personally, like, yeah, if she started saying that to me at the end, I would have been like, can you please shut the hell up? I'm trying to concentrate here. I'm trying to win this. So can you just fall off your pedestal, please, <laughs> and let me win? Um, no, I, I, I wouldn't have been likely for sure. I would have um, definitely... Um, if she tried to make me fall off, I would have tried to make her fall off. <laughs> you should just cry I back. Think, <laughs> I, think that, I think that's what she did to lean away, the fact that she was like, step down, step down. I think like, yeah, I mean, yeah, she just wanted to win the challenge and whatever and whatnot. But I think at the same time, she should have just kept going, you know, like not distract him or anything like that. But I guess maybe that was a strategy in her way. I, uh, I'm i glad that Lee kind of doesn't play cricket anymore because I couldn't imagine that after that that, like, the wicketkeeper would be standing behind him like, going, Lee, don't don't miss this shot. Like, just start crying yeah, and distract Lee. Probably so. not. Probably not. <laughs> Let's be honest. Bit of a tactic there. But are you a fan of this final final challenge? Um, yeah, I mean, 
I think they did an amazing job that they um, changed it to night time um, and it was a lot more full on than season one. But at the same time, um, I don't really respect the same challenge being played two seasons in a row for the last challenge. I think that they could have done something a little bit different, but at the same time, I, I, I won't lie, I did shed a few tears. So um, It's quite emotional <laughs> the like, way they edited, it was, isn't it? You know what? <laughs> I I'd bawled my eyes out, actually, when Peter asked Jonathan mm. to grab him down. Literally, I, I started crying, and I was just wow. like, oh, my God, why am I crying right now in front of everyone? But, um, yeah, I started crying, and I was just like, this is so emotional because it brought back memories for me, even though I wasn't in that challenge. But I know how much, I know how much it means to everyone to get that far, um, and it doesn't matter what place you came. It doesn't matter if you came last or whatever it, whatever it is. Everyone wanted to win in the end. Everyone wanted to make it as far as they could, um, and the fact that Peter mentally and physically couldn't last any longer, and it, I don't know. For me, that just like kind of just tore my heart because um, I don't know. It just I I just felt for him, and I also felt for Tara too because I know that she did the best that she could do as well. Which, the thing that I kind of found fascinating in speaking to all three of them this morning, it kind of was just the, the inkling that all of them sort of knew that Tara was going to the end no matter what. I think even Tara kind of implied it. So, it was kind of interesting that they still obviously go out there and put their all in, and clearly with Peter, because, you know, he knows at that point, battling Jericho. I mean, Jericho, look, I can do this till morning. Like, you know, like, Jericho's just going to be up there forever. Um, oh, yeah. He and was that's not kind moving. Of, yeah. It just makes it so fascinating because... I mean, that's kind of leading into the final tribal. It's sort of like Tara was always sort of seemingly going there. I think the biggest surprise to me was the fact that she actually got three votes. I mean, that kind of surprised me. Yeah. I feel like, you know, um, she didn't do a bad job. And I think her final tribal speech as well was pretty damn good. And, completely agree. Um, yeah, I think she was amazing. Yeah, and it's it was interesting sort of, uh, I mean, Peter was the third vote because obviously we knew Lockie would vote for her. Ziggy, uh, sorry, Sarah voted for... Uh, for Tara, and then yeah. Peter uh, was the third, and he he sort of told us this morning that it pretty much was an anti Jericho vote, um, but it's still you know the fact that she got six three because as soon as that ended, I was like, okay, Jericho's winning this eight one. Um, yeah. You know, only the only vote's going to come from Lockie. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think Tara gave a fantastic performance at the end. Um, and, you know, so did Jericho, too. Can't take away from Jericho's performance. No, definitely but not, yeah. It, it was, it was, Both look, amazing. I, and I'm not kind of taking away from, from Lee's game or everything like that, but I think overall this was a much more entertaining finding tri- final Tribal Council because last year Chrissy just blew you oh, guys wow. away, did she not? You know what? <laughs> you know what? This This final Tribal Council was definitely a lot better um, and the fact that we had two players who actually owned their game but did yeah. things that they said they did, whereas for ours, um, I think that Christy was absolutely amazing with her final tribal council speech. She was amazing, like so confident and so confident in her game and everything like that. But at the same time, a lot of things she said, half of us didn't even believe because we were like, come on. <laughs> you can say you did all these things, but we were here the whole time. We were here 24-7. We were with you. Um, you know, her gameplay wasn't necessarily the best, but she did make it to the end. With Lee, um, his gameplay was good, but the fact is that he didn't really respect um, everyone else on the jury, and I think that's what what is that's the reasoning for why he didn't win, because um, he didn't respect the game so much, and he didn't really own his game in the end. Um, so I think that's the difference between our season and this season, and I think the difference is that this season, the two that were in the finale, owned their game, said the moves that they made, 
and there was no pretending that they did this and did that or did this. Um, it was just honest, you know, complete honesty, which I totally respected. Yeah, I'm with you there. And like the two that really stood out for me was Tara basically admitting she didn't start playing the game until after Lockie went. And I, then when Jericho, I can't she did that. yeah, that was incredible. And then Jericho's one with Henry at the end, where he's basically like, "Well, at the end of the day, you're there and I'm here, so doesn't that mean I outplayed you?" So I was like, "Boom!" Like it was just both were amazing moments, and I, yeah, they were they were both so good at that final trial yeah, council. Definitely, it was it was so so amazing. And I mean, kind of overall, I mean, sort of we. I felt we skipped over Peter. We talked about Michelle previously. Just just quickly on Peter's game. I mean, you said you were obviously a, a fan of his. I, I, I mean, do you feel he was kind of underrepresented? Because oh, I, I... It's so funny you say that. It's so funny you say that because I 100% agree that he was under-edited and I think it must be like a third-place curse mm. um, because, yeah, I, I feel Peter seems like an amazing person and probably like a really social butterfly. And I actually met him over the weekend. He seems like a lovely guy. Um, and I think that personally people probably didn't, maybe producers or anything like that, didn't want people to get too attached to him. You have to understand there are winning edits. There are the top two do get good ed- edits compared to everyone else mm-hmm. um, the whole season through. Um, and I think for Peter, unfortunately, he didn't get the best edit. But I think I think he did play a good game. He make any crazy big moves. I'm not sure because I wasn't there. I didn't see it um, as a viewer. It wasn't shown, but you never know because we weren't there. I think it's kind of almost reflective compared to your season as well because you would argue yourself and, and Michelle, similar edit, similar game. I think you kind of had a stronger edit early on than Michelle, but, you know, both watching it live would consider that you were strong people to win at the end, but you go out in fourth. Peter, yeah, definitely. sort of invisible edit, but still played a strong game, similar to L. I would argue definitely. Peter probably got a stronger edit than L, but I think that was, I think, what L's connection with Lee. Uh, and then the the final two, I mean, I would argue Jericho got a bigger edit than Christy did, because Christy was kind of invisible for large portions of your yeah. season. But it's still sort of like Lee got a huge edit, Tara got a huge edit. So it's kind of very similar in many aspects, the final four, uh, sort of of how that, that went. I mean... It kind of falls away a little bit at five. I mean, I don't know if Lockie and Matt can kind of be comparable on their edits, but, I mean, you know. Uh, possibly not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little bit different. But, I mean, final yeah, two, I mean, Tara in general, uh, I mean, much to sort of say about her game and kind of anything else that you want to add on Tara? Um, to be honest, I totally respect Tara. I, I have a lot of respect for her as a player and as a person. Um, I do think she played a really good game and I think she was confident the whole way through. Um, I do think after falling on the bottom that she did kind of float a little bit um, throughout the middle of the game, but she did come back up on top um, and I have respect for her for doing that. Um, I, I do think she played a good game and she made it to the end, so I applaud her for that. And but that's back to back runners up for for Queensland as well. Your state, of course, Fleek. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she's uh, obviously Sunshine Coast girl. But it's it's interesting actually. You you Queensland had a bad run at the end in the final four. You had three out of the four uh, finalists were from Queensland. Hey, you, you just you just wait for all stars, okay? You just wait for all stars. I'm waiting happens. for a Tasmanian flick out of all four of these seasons we've had in the history of Australian Survivor. I know, what's seven with of that? the eight state and territories have been represented for bloody Tasmania. Come on. <laughs> What is with that? Ah, we've forgotten about. Wait till I'm on. Then we'll, we'll change that. Um, but Jer- Jericho, I mean, what can we say about Jericho? What a, what a game. Uh, wow. <laughs> you know what? So much respect. So much respect. 
Um, it's funny. I think I actually picked him as a winner um, about three weeks ago on wow. my um, power rankings. I'm not sure. I think it was about three weeks ago. It could have been two weeks ago, but it was a while ago. And I, I picked him as a winner because I knew that obviously Luke wasn't going to win, even though he was an amazing player. Because um, at the end of the day, when did the really big players ever win? Yeah. Um, I think people that use people as shields, like Jericho used, you know, so many of these pawns as shields. Um, I think that's why he got to the end. And I think I absolutely love Jericho's game. I think he played an amazing game. Um, have a lot of respect for him. Have a lot of respect for his sneakiness and villainous and um, the game moves that he did. Um, yeah, I loved it. It was very entertaining. And I think he, um, I think he is definitely very deserving of the Soul Survivor title. It's yeah, it's definitely. I definitely agree with you, and um, just such a unique game. And it's it's funny definitely, actually. Andrew yeah. Andrew mentioned uh, last week, and also Andrew did our preview episode. And kind of the the statistic with seasons filmed in Samoa was that it was always won by a female. So Jericho has broken that trend um, because Andrew wow. and I were both adamant preseason that Go female Jericho. was going to win this. Yeah, so <laughs> Jericho definitely creating some it's history. Funny. Um, from the first week, I had a feeling that Amel was going to win this. Ah. I had a feeling it was, yeah, I had a feeling that Amel was going to win this season. Not sure why, but, um, and, you know, I guess I was right, the male has dominated. Well, you, you made a very good point to me off air about the fact that you would argue mm. on your season, like, the females were the stars, and this season, the males were the stars. It was kind of a very Definitely. comparable season that way, wasn't it? I mean, no one can really argue with that. I feel like in season one, um, the girls were definitely dominating, and we were in control the whole way through. Um, and in season two, I feel like the boys were definitely in control and played an amazing game. Yeah. Um, and you would say yeah. that, like, potential all-stars, like, looking at your cast versus this cast, like, I mean, I'm not just saying this to suck up, maybe part of it is, I don't know, but you would argue yourself, <laughs> uh, you know, Brooke, uh, you know, Sue for sort Definitely. of that side of things, you know, Phoebe, um, you know, they mm-hmm. would kind of be the the outstanding stars there. I mean, you would, you know, throw in obviously Lee would be a chance, Craig I would hope would be a chance, uh, you know, people like that from your season. But this season, you know, you're looking at Jericho, you're looking at Lockie, you're looking at AK, you're looking at Henry, you know, uh, Tarzan. So it's sort of, it's kind of like the standouts from this season definitely have been. And that's no disrespect again to the females because obviously Tara no, was a no star respect. in herself and Michelle. And, and Tessa was amazing. Yeah. I mean, all the girls were amazing, but I just feel in general as a whole, um, that the boys were a lot more um, dominating this season than the girls. Yes, yeah, no, completely, completely agree. Now, before we get into s- the ratings and some of our listener questions, one thing I actually want to ask you too, because, I mean, he's his own beast. We love him. Jonathan LaPaglia. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> this season, he improved big guns, didn't he? I mean, like, oh. how was he on your season? And kind of watching this time around, could you see a change in him compared to when you were out there I in Samoa? I could Samoa? see, like, an 100% improvement. He was amazing. I feel like he connected better with the players as well. I feel so, um, and I think he just connected better with himself. And I think, um, I, guess, I guess that's a part of being a host. Um, you have to grow into it, and it's not going to happen overnight. Um, so for our season, you know, it was practice, practice, practice. Um, for season two, I think he did an amazing job and, and nailed it on the head. So I applaud him for that. And, and good job for him at the reunion too, um, with his subtle little digs at all the contestants. I thought that was hilarious. Like when he just randomly called out Ziggy for like, oh, so like we don't have any people making bad moves, right, Ziggy? I know. And, <laughs> and, and poor Ziggy and poor Henry because he was like the dumbest player of the game or like the dumbest move of the game. And I was like, oh my God, that's like, the, the most strategic player of the game and you're like dissing him right now. Um, yeah, I was a bit shocked by that. But yeah, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, 
every one of those four, um, 24 contestants were amazing. Um, everyone played their own game and everything like that. Um, and they played their own their, their own moves and everything like that too. And unfortunately, some of their moves weren't weren't beneficial to them. Um, but I guess that's the game of Survivor. You never know what's good and what's bad. And one thing too, quickly, just on the reunion. I mean, you were there. I mean, was it kind of being there and seeing all that and kind of getting all you know soaked up in the moment? I'm sure part of you and a lot of you guys from your season two were thinking like, "Holy fuck, where was this for our season? Come on!" <laughs> you know, yes, definitely. Um, I was just pretty much um, happy to even be invited to the season two finale um, because obviously I missed out on that opportunity for hours. But unfortunately, a lot of us weren't invited from season one. Um, but for me, I think that, um, yeah, for me, I just appreciated it. And I think at the same time, you just kind of need to move on too. Yeah. Um, so I, I had a blast being there, meeting all the contestants and everything like that. Um, but I mean, unfortunately, Survivor isn't my life anymore. Um, you got you got to move on from Survivor. I love it and everything like that, but your life can't be revolved around it. Until All Stars, of course, Flick. That's, uh, well, that's when it yeah. switches back on again. Well, right. if, I can, if I get invited back, I will be there. Oh, you will. Come on. Don't yeah. be silly. And don't that's not even me sucking that. up. Um, now, before we get to these questions, so yeah, as I mentioned to you sort of off air, we rate each of the episodes uh, that we've had this week. So, of course, as I explained to you, our system is buy it, you loved the episode, rented, it was okay, it was, you know, eh, and bin it, you thought it was terrible. So I'm just going to quickly go through these uh, one by one. So let's go back to Sunday night, the non-elimination episode, the jury removal. What are we doing with this one, Flick? Do you love it, middle it, hate it? I am going to bin that shit. I'm going to bin that shit. <laughs> Sorry, Sunday, but I'm going to bin that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm definitely with you there. To Horrible me, episode. One of the bottom three episodes I've ever seen of Survivor in my life. Yeah. Um, what about Monday night uh, episode? Bit of a different tune. I would tune buy on. that. I would mm-hmm. buy that a hundred times over. Yeah, I'm with you there too. I thought that actually was a great episode. Um, yeah, and it, it was sort very of was a, entertaining. F- compared to what we obviously had uh, the night before, it was sort of a big turnaround there with that one as well. Uh, what about... Now, I'm going to separate these. The finale, and I'll get to the reunion separately. What What do you think of just generally the finale before we got into the reunion? Um, the finale, I mean, I think it was really good. I think that both the players um, definitely did a good job. Um, in owning their games and everything like that. So I think I, I would say I would buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> buy slash rent. <laughs> well, you, you've got a bit of extra cash this week, so you can afford to, to buy a few of them. Okay, um, I'll buy I'm, it then. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to rent it. I mean, it's it's look, it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. I kind of think it was just in the middle. Yeah. And I, I think kind of just with the content that they've got, when you've only got three people, there's not a whole lot you can do. Um, and, I mean, the Tribal Council was fantastic, but it, it just wasn't. I like Monday night's episode better. Um, and the reunion, I guess, kind of just as a, as a side note, did you, out of all the reunions you've seen, how does this compare, I guess? Uh, I mean, I have to say bye because I was there and yeah. it was the best. And I absolutely loved it. And I think that they did an amazing job. And, yeah, I loved it. I'm just going to be middle of the fence and say rent it again, but uh, I'm sure if I was there, I mean, I I was at the Game Changers finale, so that's going to hold a personal connection to me forever, just because you've experienced it live. So um, I I definitely know what it's what it, what you mean in terms of being there. It changes it. So yeah, it um, does. I uh, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just going to rent that just for that purposes there for that one. So thank you for that, Flick. All right, let's get into these listener questions now. We have gotten some great ones this week, and I'm going to get through these uh, as best as I can because we've got a few, but uh, we have had some outstanding questions this season 
really outstanding questions. I've been doing this show now for close to six years, and these are some of the best questions I've had throughout an entire season. And as right, I said, tell me you, more. you've been requested a lot, so there's been a lot here. They've got some fun little games in here, and there's lots of different things to get to. All right, so we're going to start off with one of our long-term listeners here. Sasha Pewterschmidt, I love saying her last name, Pewterschmidt. She has this little bit of a game here, uh, Flick, where basically I'm going to tell you the name of a Survivor contestant and you, oh, ha- no. you have to either kiss, slap, hug or run away from them. Oh, so- God. <laughs> Wait, kiss, slap, hug, run away. Kiss. Or run away. All right, so we've got some Australian ones first. What would you do with Luke? Kiss, slap, hug, run away. Kiss, slap, hug. Hug. I would hug Luke. <laughs> hug Luke. Alrighty. Uh, Joan, our beloved first boot. Kiss. Wait, can I only do one feet? Yeah, that's that's the rules apparently. So. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> can I slap Luke then? Oh, go for it if you want to. Because I feel like he won't mind if I slap him. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's a good okay. point. Okay, I'll slap Luke. <laughs> um, and then I'll hug Joan. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, Amy. And what's left? What have I got left? Oh, look, you no, you can use... No, sorry, I should... You can use multiple slaps or multiple hugs, like... Um, you oh. Can, okay. This isn't um, ding, marry, kill. This is you can use whatever you want on each of the person. Okay. Well, I would hug Luke. <laughs> I, would, I would hug Joan. Okay. I may kiss Amy. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> just, that's a nice image. Uh, Dez, what would you do with Dez? <laughs> oh, I love Dez. I would definitely give him a big hug. Cat. Uh, love Cat. Hug for sure. Christy. <laughs> um, I would give her a hug slash a little slap for yep. making me lose Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> um, Craig. Oh, my God, I would kiss him. Yeah, everyone wants to kiss love Craig. At, at, yeah, yes. but he- He's amazing. Yeah, I'd kiss him. Who wouldn't? Uh, Adette. Love her. You know, she has the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen in my life. Ah, okay. There you go. Yeah. So, is that a, is that a kiss or...? Oh, that's probably... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, maybe a kiss. Stare, stare into her eyes or something like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, some American contestants for you here. I'm so sad, Sasha, you didn't put Benry on this list. You could have made it awkward for poor Flicky. Ew, no, he's not God. on. He's not on. Don't worry. He's not. He's not. Don't worry. I should have not just my said brother. that. I should have made it up. But anyway. Um, T-Bird. What would you do with T-Bird? Who's T-Bird? She was on Africa. Do you remember season three at all? No. Okay, well, we'll skip over to you, but uh, Rupert, surely you remember Rupert. Love Rupert. I would give him a big hug. Uh, Aubrey. Oh, my God, I love Aubrey. I would kiss her and hug her and love her. <laughs> uh, Tyson. Tyson, mm, probably a slap. Yeah, I think he deserves one. Uh, Kelly Wigglesworth. Kelly, she's cool. Um, I'd probably give her a hug. Uh, Jessica. I'm thinking that's Millennials Gen X Jessica, I would say. Oh, my God, I love her so much, and she just missed out on Family Visit. I give her a hug and a kiss. Sari. Sari, she's awesome. Definitely a hug. And Debbie, beloved Debbie. Uh, you know what? I'd probably give her a hug. She's really crazy and wild, and I like that. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Sasha, thanks for those. Always fun. Uh, Thomas asks, what was your relationship with Christy like in-game and what is it like out of the game? It's always Christy here. <laughs> of course it is. Um, to be honest, you know, with with Christy in the game, um, I guess uh, we had um, a good relationship, but Christy was a little bit different to what she was shown on TV or maybe a little bit the same, I'm not too sure. Um, but... 
Chrissy was a little bit out there. Um, you know, she did need a lot of um, affection from everyone. Um, for me, I enjoyed her company because she was pretty caring and a good person. Um, outside of the game, I like Christy. I think she's a lovely person. Um, and, yeah, I guess she lives in Sydney, so we don't see each other too often. There you go. Perfect. Thanks for that one, Thomas. Uh, Ray asks, uh, Ben and Flick, what were your experiences like meeting Sandra, Ty, Saree, Troy, Zan, Jeff, David and Figgy, since both of you have attended events this year, meeting survivors, and from an Australian fan's perspective, what is a feeling like just meeting US contestants? I'm not going to answer that, Ray. I've spoken about that on air before. This isn't about me. This is about Flick. So, <laughs> uh, there you go. Your experiences, I guess, just overall, really, meeting, I mean, you've met American contestants, you're kind of dating one of their brothers. But, like, what is, um, you, you, I guess, overall experiences from, from meeting all these players? Um, for me personally, I think that um, they were all absolutely amazing. Um, I connected with, with Figgy pretty well, but I feel like <laughs> I connected with, with all of the survivors pretty well. Um, you know, they're all amazing. Hearts of Reality it was an incredible experience to be a part of. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, I guess... It was just good to, to meet them all. It's a great experience, right? Definitely as a Survivor fan, recommended. Um, Saxon asks, would you play a Blood vs. Water season with a special edition where it consists <laughs> of three loved ones together? Example, mother, father, child, mother with kids, three siblings, etc. Tribes of eight dividing each loved one. Going into a lot of details here. So you are playing with JJ and Benry. How do you think you could perform with two loved ones instead of one? And how do you think you would play a game in a setup like this? Do you know what I would do if I was on Blood vs. Water with JJ and um, Ben? I feel like I would just um, make everyone fall in love with them. Um, <laughs> so then that they would be in love with them. So then they wouldn't want to get rid of me. Um, so I feel like I would use them as my shields. Um, and I feel like they would be amazing because they're challenge beasts, I feel like. And, um, yeah, I know JJ would protect me. So I feel like I would do pretty well if that was the case. Well, there you go, Saxon. And, I mean, we've got another one here sort of... Uh, a lot of people love the whole connection there. I remember actually because we did a preview episode for your season and kind of I didn't think I'd read too much about you guys prehand. And then when I read in the bio that you were uh, dating who you were dating, I'm like, holy crap, that's a cool little connection. <laughs> and because we're, like, as I mentioned to you off air... Big fanboys of Benry. We had the whole basically Benry scenario yeah, over amazing. one season, like all that sort of stuff. Sally adds, uh, did JJ ever consider applying for Australian Survivor or is he wanting to go on American Survivor one day with Benry for Blood vs. Water? Um, it's funny you say that, actually. So um, for Blood vs. Water, I'm not sure what season. I think it was 31. Could have been earlier than that. Um, but um, Blood vs. Water... Ben actually got asked to send in a video of him and a family member. So he sent a video in with um, himself and um, JJ. Ah. And, um, yeah, so actually they um, they ha they knocked it down to a few people, but they ended up um, picking Vetus and his brother. Oh, right, wow. Um, so JJ was actually pretty close to being on Survivor before I even was, which is wow. kind of funny. And it's funny you say that because um, I think JJ is the type of person that would be amazing on Survivor. And I think that... Um, if anyone could win, it would probably be him. And I think that um, I hope I hope that one day he will be on the game because I think you know he's such such a big fan, and I think he deserves to be on it, whether it's on the Australian or the American one with me or Ben. 
Can I just ask a question in regards to the the Henry family? Is like the term dirt squirrel just like something they use in general? I mean, because Ben kind of got known for that <laughs> on Nicaragua with Alina. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, I've never even heard Ben say that before. Um, so I think it was—I don't know if it was just something on the islands, um, but you never know with Ben, I guess. We had a we, we we had a long term listener of our show when we were called Survivor Oz and Curtis and like I've never seen someone so obsessed with a contestant as she was with Benry so um that was wow yeah she was in love with that guy uh, really <laughs> yes hello Anne I don't wow. know if Anne still listens but anyway uh Chloe Marie Curtis uh what was going through your head when you saw Christy walking to tribal council having one immunity and what was the standout moment at that tribal that made you decide to vote for her. Um, so for me personally, when she walked in with the immunity necklace, I was shocked, but at the same time, proud of her. Um, but at the same time, really unhappy because I didn't think that she nor Lee deserved to win the title of the sole survivor. And I think that was the same for every single person sitting on the jury. No one thought that either of them deserved to win it. And that's not being bitter, um, but they just both didn't really play games that deserve to win the title, whereas Elle deserved to win the title, and I knew that Christy was not going to pick her, and I'm not sure if they showed it, but a lot of us in the jury were like, pick Elle, pick Elle, pick Elle, Mm. Um, but she didn't, Um, so that kind of devastated me. The reason why I voted for Christy, I guess, was because um, she respected and had love for the game so much more than Lee did, Um, so it didn't come down necessarily to who was a better player, but to who owns their game more. Um, and I think for Christie's sake, yeah, she did float. She was a bit of a goat the whole game, um, but she at least respected the game. She wanted to win. It was her dream. And for us, we thought we might as well give her this fairy tale ending. Good answer. Thanks, Chloe, for that question. Yeah. Um, Olga, this is a, we haven't had one from Olga here before. Hello, Oz Network. Love from Israel. There we go. Hello, Israel. Uh, I'm so Love upset <laughs> to see Australian Survivor has gone. I gave up on Israel Survivor, and your show is better after seeing the finished product. Will it be back for a season three? Uh, nothing's been announced yet, Olga, in regards to that. Um, I want to ask Flick, what did she think of Luke? I love his Australian accent. Have <laughs> you met him, and what is he like? Uh, Luke is an absolute legend. Met him very briefly. Um, as I'm sure you can imagine, I was only there for the weekend and um, only briefly met all of the contestants um, from season two. Um, but Luke is pretty much what you see on TV, um, really friendly, really loving, cares about his family, loves his wife so much, loves his kids um, and cares about other people a lot. He's probably like one of the most giving guys um, out there. So um, lovely guy. Oh, well, thanks. She adds, I mean, I'm not going to, with kind of, the, the flavor of these questions clearly at the moment is Christy and JJ. Uh, she adds, I, I didn't <laughs> know you serious? would, it, well, she says, I didn't know you were dating Benry's brother, JJ, from Nicaragua. Will your partner be doing Survivor one day? We kind of just covered that one, but uh, there you go. Thanks, Olga. Now, Jean, Jean asks, Flick, what have you thought of Survivor Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers so far this season? I think it's a very good-looking cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very good-looking cast. Um, but besides that, I think that um, I haven't actually watched last week's episode because obviously I was in Sydney um, celebrating. Um, but the first week, yeah, I mean, it was good. Um, everyone raved about how it was, like, such a good episode and everything like that. But I didn't find it, like, overly amazing. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing... Um, how it turns out, like, more into the game. I think they've done a really good job with the casting, though. I do feel like there's going to be a lot of um, big moves in this game, um, which I'm really excited for. 
Um, and I, I have actually spoken to a couple of the contestants. I've met um, Ashley as well. I met her over at Hearts of Reality. She's Fantastic. lovely. Um, and yeah, I think uh, overall, I think it is going to be a really amazing season. I can't wait to see how it um, actually turns out. Great. Jean just adds at the end, thank you for coming on the podcast, Flick. Many of us have wanted you on for a while. Saving for the Aww. best for last. That's what she adds. Thank so. you so much. That's so um, sweet. Thank you. And as always, people are requesting other people. She says, hoping Kat and Christy will eventually come on. Uh, I've spoken yeah, to Christy, both. Yeah, Christy, where are well, you? Actually, I haven't spoken to Christy. I've spoken to Kat. Um, but no, I've, yeah, she's in Europe, isn't she? She's always gallivanting. I'm going to look at her Instagram. Oh, she's she's busy. here. Oh, she's back, is she? Okay, there we go. Yeah. Uh, well, of course she's back. She was in the audience the other day, Ben. I watched the damn show. <laughs> Uh, this person, Des's number one fan, aka Riley. Um, what, okay. Hi, was, Riley. <laughs> what was Des like on the weekend during the reunion celebrations? And any interesting stories you can share about him? <laughs> um, let's just say I'm not going to open my mouth too much, but um, no, Des was <laughs> Des was absolutely amazing. I have a really soft spot for him. Um, we were actually me, Des, and Craig were all in the same audition in Brisbane. Um, and that, I don't think that's ever happened before, three people in the one audition. Right. Um, but we, me and Des, I feel like I connect to him really well. Um, I think he's a beautiful person. Um, and, yeah, I have, a, I, I have a lot of respect for him, definitely. Yeah, I, big Des fan. Uh, now, Riley adds at the end, huge Des fan. Hope if he returns one day, you do not vote him out first twice like Francesca. Um, I actually did vote him out in my audition um, <laughs> group, but, and then he asked me to be in his alliance in our little audition thing. Wow. Um, but but yeah, long story short, um, nah, you know what? I wouldn't vote him out straight away, especially if there was someone that I thought um, was weaker personality-wise. There you go. All right. Thank you for that one, Riley. Erica, uh, Ben Waterworth, will you be bringing Kat on your show and will Craig be returning to the podcast? I just listened to Craig's episode for the first time, Ben. I was laughing my ass off. That was three hours of enjoyment. I need to relive again. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. Three hours, Craig. Oh, uh, my God. And, Flick, can I just say, that's not the longest episode I've ever done. Um, so, <laughs> I have no life. Um, Erica adds, Flick, what was your relationship with Bianca like in the game? And have you caught up with her? I really wish she lasted longer. She's so underrated and one of the forgotten players of your season that was a big fan of the game. You know what? I really respect this question a lot. Um, I do really like this question because um, myself and Bianca in the game, I guess you could say we didn't really get on too well. And the reason for that wasn't because we didn't dislike each other or or anything like that. Um, It was because solely... Um, Bianca was playing a game where she was trying to be a private investigator and she was very discreet and trying to hide a lot of things. So for me, I felt like she didn't like me. Um, So we had like this, um, I don't know what it was, but we just didn't really connect in the game. Um, I felt like she didn't want to connect with me, which was true. She'd tell me that. So then obviously I didn't want to connect with her. Um, which is the reasoning why she wanted to get me out because she thought I was a huge threat, which I was, and I wanted to get her out because I didn't want anyone knowing I was a threat. Um, And outside of the game, she is a lovely person. She is so smart. Um, I think she would have done amazing if she had have got further in the game, and I'm sorry that I took that away from you. (laughs) Um, But obviously I had to look after myself. But no, Bianca is an amazing human being, and I think she would have been an amazing um, player throughout the whole game. Great question, Erica. Well done. Uh, Anna, here's another theme question. Uh, how Here is we go. Ben, how is Benry when you visited America a few months back? Oh, I hope God. he gets to play again. <laughs> is 
Because everyone's just obsessed or what? No. I, I didn't realise Benry had such a fan base out there. This is crazy. Um, God, I'll have to call him after this and let him know. Um, we need no, to get him back um, on the show, I think, Flick. Yeah, right. Um, Ben's awesome. Lovely guy. Um, yeah, had a bit of fun out there. It was more like family time. Um, went to Colorado and just spent time with the family and everything like that. So um, just a lot of one-on-one family dinners and everything like that. But he's an amazing guy. Um, I would love to see him go back on Spud because I know how much he loved the game and respected it. Um, so I hope they do give him the opportunity to play again because he's a good-looking guy and he's um, strategic. And I know I know his biggest mistake that he told me was that he feel feels like he didn't make enough moves and he should have played harder. Um, so I know if he had to go back, he would play a lot harder. Let, let's be honest. Like anybody with the name Ben is going to be a good-looking guy. So that's just how right? it generally works. <laughs> uh, thanks, Anna, for that question. Um, Paul Dutch says, that jury twist was rubbish. Poor Tessa. My heart goes out to her. Never bring it back. How horrible to get voted out of the jury and sent packing back to Australia the day after. Production should have just turned the family visit into a non-elimination episode instead. So let's hope it's not back next year. Flick and Ben, what are your feelings on this? I feel you kind of answered that before. Um, I so- did answer it, but I will answer it again quickly, just very briefly. Um, I think that, you know, it's totally upsetting. For me as a player, I would have hated to be voted off the jury. Um, I, I feel like I feel bad for her because I know that for sure she probably would have struggled a lot mentally after that. Um, and I think she didn't get the whole experience of being in the jury villa. So I definitely yeah. feel for her and I didn't really like that twist either. I agree. Uh, now, Mitch, Mitch has sent these questions in actually pretty much to everybody on this season. And I love the answers to this one. So there's three quick fire questions here from Mitch. Uh, who was the biggest diva around your camp on your tribe? Now, he adds here the previous answers that we've had this season. Craig said Nick. Sue said Phoebe, and Andrew said Nick. Ah, uh, diva. Diva. Hmm. Like, as in, who, like, who was just like, oh, my God, like that? I, I guess, yeah. Just, I guess um, it depends on how you would define diva, yeah. Well, I guess on my tribe, it's it's hard to explain which tribe, like the merge or the whole. You mean the whole season three? Uh, yeah, it just says your tribe. So let's 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 expand that question to everybody. I guess you played with at some point because I mean, you know, you were obviously on a few different tribes there. So yeah, okay. I guess I would have to say possibly. That's a really hard question. Um, possibly, maybe Nick. Yeah. Wow. Nick, He's getting say. the diva card this season. Yeah, sorry, um, Nick. Love you. But, yeah, I guess he was always a little bit over the top, only because he loved the game so much. And he's like, oh, my God. You know. <laughs> have, have you been on his show recently, Flick? You might not get an invitation back. Um, no, right? <laughs> <laughs> who was the most annoying that you would be pleased to send them off to Exile Island from your season? Christy, I'm so sorry that it's you. <laughs> you didn't and we did that little, we did that we did that little game where it was like who's the most annoying or who's the most unpopular and everyone yeah. was like Christy. Like it was just easy. But no, but I'm that's in the game, like you yeah. know. Definitely in the game, yeah. Different in game than of course in uh, yeah. in real life. Uh, now Mitch yeah. adds, uh, if you had no chance in hell of winning Survivor, which player would you feel worthy of losing to? And he's opened it up here that you can include either the US or the Australian version. Um, of the Australian version, and can I include season two? Of course you can. 
Okay. Um, of the Australian version, I would have to say I, if I was to sit next to someone and lose against them, I would be happy to lose. Well, not happy, but I would be, um, I guess, okay to lose against um, someone like AK. Mm-hmm. Um, if he had have made it all, to, all the way to the end, I would be happy to lose against someone like Luke, um, against someone like Henry. I think those three boys in particular played an amazing game, and I, I just think they're all amazing. I would be happy... Well, not happy, but okay to lose against one of them. <laughs> um, from my season, I would say Brooke. I think she played an amazing game. Um, and also Phoebe. I would be happy. I think the, the girls dominated our season. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good question there. Two. I'm going to uh, just choose some of these other ones here because there's some interesting ones here I think which are good to close it out on. Um, Marlene Bottoms says, I love this season of Australian Survivor. I hope your version returns for a third season uh, and have just as many. This is a great Survivor fix for us Yanks. I really am happy to see a reunion show was produced this year and really love Jericho winning. Didn't think Tara was that bad. I loved her too. What advice would you give future players after how these two seasons have played and how do you feel the best way is to play the game but still survive 55 days? Great question. It is a really great question, but I have to say there's nothing that can actually prepare you for Survivor. Um, and no matter what I would say for your gameplay and everything like that, I don't think it would necessarily help you because at the end of the day, I think you have to blend into the person that you are and still be natural because people will be sus on you if you pretend you're someone you're not or if you're not comfortable acting as someone you're not. Um, so I think for you as a player, um, you go out there, you know what you want to do, you got to think of the best scenario for you as a person, whether you are good at lying, whether you're not good at lying, anything like that. Um, and I guess the, the, the number one thing is social game. That is what's going to get you to the end or as far as possible because you need to make sure you're social. So I guess work on your social skills and make sure that you're really good around people, can adapt to anyone, um, and make sure even the people that aren't in your alliance like you as well so that you're not the one um, that will get blindsided in case they have an idol or something like that. There you go. Perfect. Uh, now, Miranda, she sends in a similar question each week, but I'm just going to only touch on one of these ones. Uh, what was the favourite challenge that you competed on during your season? Oh, um, you know what? I have to say the one where we slid down the slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was just so much fun. I remember when we saw the slide, we were like, oh, my God, we were actually so excited. It didn't really feel, even though it was pretty full-on challenge, um, just by looking at it, we're like, oh my God, we get to go down a big slide. Um, and then we got to, um, throw like rings at the end, which is really fun. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And also Sam did like a shit in the water, which was like, (laughs) so that was pretty funny too. (laughs) And we were all trying to swim away from it. We were all trapped in the water and trying to swim away from his poo. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that as an answer. Uh That that did happen. (laughs) There's a deleted scene we need to see. (laughs) Wow. Um, thanks, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> wow, Sam. Um, that's incredible. Um, uh, they often say that our uh, episodes turn to shit, Flick, and I think it yeah, just kind of did just then. Um, Hilda O'Connor. Hello, Hilda. Uh, Flick, I love watching you on your season. I'm American and only just discovered your version this year. Your version has really taken a huge hit with us international fans. Um, Thank I'm you. Just, she's... Uh, she asked a question about Luke, which you've already answered, but I just wanted to read out her comment there. So thanks, oh, thank Hilda. thank you so much. That's really nice. I do appreciate that. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're watching. I hope you continue to watch if we do have future seasons. This is a fun question. Ruth Marie asked this one to Andrew last week, and this is a brilliant question. So she's asking this to you too. She says, like I asked Andrew last week, I want to know what Flick would do if you were sent to Exile Island Reward Boat uh, for the length of two days. 
until mm. the next tribal co- tribal council and had to sit down with a former player for a chat and were given an option of these four advantages as rewards. Ooh. You have to choose one of these. And Ooh, these these are great. These like Andrew yeah, like love this more. and I think this is good. All right, tell so your more. four options are the vote tripler gains the ability to add three votes to only one player in a tribal council, but the consequence Wow, that's huge. The consequence though, Flick, is that you are unable to vote in the next tribal council. So there's a bit of a downside Ooh, to the positive. That's not good. That's not good. Number two, the spy bunker allows you to spy on the other tribe. In an underground bunker located directly under the other tribe's shelter, you will have access to this for 30 minutes. Number, nah. th- number three, vote reveal. Play this at any tribal council until final seven, and when you come back to camp, you will have a note in your personal belongings telling you who voted for who. Or the final option, mutiny idol. Play it to save whoever has the most votes from elimination, but send them to another tribe instead. I'd have to say between one and four. Mm-hmm. It has to be between the three votes and the mutiny idol. And I'd probably have to say the mutiny idol because I feel like that holds a lot of power. Um, and if it's someone like myself or someone who does get the most votes, um, I'd want to save someone like that. So um, definitely that, I think. There you go. Thanks, Ruth. Man. Because I think- I, only because I feel like if I went with number one, that it could come back to haunt me. Mm-hmm. And if I had saved someone with three votes, but I didn't tell everyone, they wouldn't trust me, and then I would end up going home the next tribal because I'd be seen as a big player. And particularly so you I'd can't vote four. at the next tribal council too. That's kind of a bit of a detriment yeah, exactly. there as well. So uh, thanks, Ruth Marie. I think you've actually sent that question in for our Carolyn recap for uh, Heroes, Healers, Hustlers, so we'll get to that. Um, Layla asks, who was your loved one if you made final three? That's a good question. Aww. Um, it was my boyfriend, JJ. Aww. Um, Aww. My whole family actually got flown out to Samoa. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Obviously, that doesn't get shown. But my um, boyfriend and my dad and my two sisters got flown out. So, not my whole family, but um, a, a portion of them. Um, uh, I do have quite a big family. I'm one of five ch- children. Um, and, you know, my mum and my dad. So, I picked my dad, um, my boyfriend, and my two sisters because my mum's quite shy and I knew she <laughs> wouldn't want to be on TV. And um, yeah, so um, quite disheartened that I didn't get the family visit because, you know, they obviously got flown out and they were so close. Um, I think that I'm not sure what production was doing. Maybe possibly they did want to do it at Final Four and then they changed their mind, or I'm not too sure. But um, unfortunately, I didn't get it. But my family got a free holiday in Small for a day. I was about to so say, take a free trip. I guess it was a win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, thanks for that one, Layla. Matt asks, uh, I, oh, I don't know if this is a question or this is a comment. So happy that my winners picked Jericho won. He's a great winner to add to the Australian. Well, there's, I said that before. We'd like to meet someone who had a pick as Jericho win. Um, just some moments of this season really stood out. Editing, but his gameplay was great. I loved watching you on the season flick. I was so proud Aww. of you for making moves when you voted out Brooke. You made me a happy fan with how frustrated I was with some of the post-merge episodes. Um, oh, and look at this. We're back on the page of Benry questions. Uh, I actually, I Here honestly, I, I do not read <laughs> these questions before I put these to you. So this is where I'm surprised as well. Did you get yeah. any advice from Benry before the season? Um, and how do you feel about Michelle being the fourth place? Well, we've sort of already answered that one. Well, that's a good question. Did you, did you ask Benry for any advice? Yeah, it's funny you say that, actually. He actually did give me a little bit of advice. Um, 
I guess not too much about the actual game itself, um, but he just kind of told me to listen to what the um, producers said. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that can be good and bad because sometimes the producers may be like, oh, do you think this person is, um, you know, doing this or that, that, but they're not like trying to stir your game or anything like that. But sometimes, like for what Ben told me, He's like, listen to what they say because sometimes it may be like meaningful to the story or something like that. There's a reason why they're saying, like asking you questions about certain people or certain things. So if they were like, oh, do you think Brooke's going to flip on you or whatever? But even though if she wasn't, I was like, oh, like, yeah, I don't know. That? I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to be careful. Like obviously producers are going to try and stir you and everything like that as well. So mm-hmm. um, I guess for me, I just went with my gut instinct and just went with the flow. I love hearing advice like that because one of the one of my favourite winners who I think is incredibly underrated in the US one was uh, Danny Boatwright won season 11 and everybody considers her a terrible winner because they're like, she wasn't shown. Nobody saw anything of her. But when we had her on the show, she basically explained that was her strategy. She didn't want... Because she worked in TV. So she knew not to feed her game to the producers because, as you said, they would then use that in elements to try and sort of subtly hint to other players. So she basically hid her strategy from TV. She kind of manipulated the show in some way. Wow. Which I kind of thought was just incredible so smart. yeah very very and smart there although she could have also said that just after the game she could have of course too you uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't take away my fandom from danny boat right flick thanks for that question matt um let's see here leah p what was a reunion show like uh we kind of touched on that uh being a part of it and what is it like watching a reunion show on television having experienced it in the studio um, you know, it was absolutely amazing. I'm so um, fortunate that I was invited and had an amazing experience with everyone. Um, for watching it back on TV, it was pretty much how it was in person, mm. um, uh, except, except it went a little bit longer, um, <laughs> as it does in TV. But um, no, it was an amazing experience, and I'm really blessed that I got the opportunity to go. Leah adds, I have to say, Jonathan did a fantastic job. Brilliant. I guess 10 don't have the budget for it to be truly live, but this is just as great. I'm only angry that the fans didn't get to attend. Um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. one day. We, we I mean, didn't... I, I do completely agree with that, but the fact that it wasn't completely live, I guess, yeah. stopped a lot of fans from going because um, they didn't want the spoilers, spoilers getting out there. But they did actually have a few little fan competitions where a couple of I, I met a couple of fans, actually, that won the competition and they were actually um, at the finale. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Craig, uh, Flick, you were fantastic in your season. So bummed that you didn't get to play with Craig and Phoebe. Oh, my um, God. I know. That would have been fun, actually, to see that, that little Do you know trailer. what? It's funny because me, Craig, and Phoebe are, like, best friends. Wow. And, um, it's funny because we're really, 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 really close, but we never played together on the island. Um, but I feel like we would have all played amazing games together. Yeah, I, I definitely would have loved to see that. Now... Craig, Craig's got a question, but it's it's a bit of a long one. So, I'll, Craig, I'll just read your comment on there. Thanks, Craig, for that. I mean, he sends in sort of a similar one every week, but I got your comment out there. I just want to read this comment out too. A uh, friend of the show, he used to work for us on Survivor. I was a friend of mine in real life, and you would have met him, no doubt, in Hearts of Reality. And I think you might have met him in Sydney too. Jimmy Kerner, Connor Iron. I can never say his oh, last name. Jimmy, Jimmy. K. Love Jimmy. But, uh, I love he, Jimmy. He messaged us saying, it's great to hear that you have Flick on your podcast. You'll like her. She was great to hang out with at Hearts. Uh, um, you know, he's, he's such a sweetheart. He's like one one of the nicest fans that I've met and um, I consider him as a friend now so he's a lovely guy and, and can yeah, I just add the guy respect. does not age I cannot like I don't want to reveal his Oi, real age on air but like, like, he's can, wow 
What, whatever he's using, can he give some to me, please? Bloody oath. Like, I know. He looks I was amazing. With, I was with him in Sydney earlier in the year, and I was complaining that I was turning 30, and he's like, mate, I just turned. I'm like, no, you didn't. And he showed me his driver's <laughs> license, and I'm like, fuck you, you're not that old. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah, I don't believe it, Jimmy. You're, you're lying to us. Um, this is a fun game. Richard, this is amazing. I love this. He did this last week with Andrew. This is so much fun. This is called the Des Twitter game because it's okay. better than Australian Survivor, according to Richard. Ooh, so, okay. what happens here is he has sent me in five different tweets, but some of these are actual tweets that Des has tweeted out, or some of these. Oh my are, god, this is Des actually bot. hilarious. Yes. So, you've got to tell me whether it's basically true or false. Is it a real Des tweet or is it a made up Des tweet? <laughs> And can I just, again, reiterate, anybody out there on Twitter, if you're not following Des Quilty, follow him now. He is amazing to follow yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, seriously, follow him now. All right, here we go. Is this a real tweet or a fake one? CBS will fix it, I hope, and maybe back to production. Now, that's like wishing for a gold Willy Wanda rapper. Fake. <laughs> that's a real one. <laughs> no way! Oh, my God! <laughs> What is a Willy Wonder? Serious? Does he mean Willy Wonka? There, Des? <laughs> that, yeah, apparently. I haven't fact-checked these, so this is just what Richard's telling me. But um, number two, please let me fax your tissues. You need them more than me. True. That's a false one. <laughs> what, are you, ah, what are you doing to me? <laughs> okay. Oh. All right, number can three. Like, can you re 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 record this? And <laughs> yeah. Re edit the magic of podcasting. <laughs> yes. Well done, Flick. You got it correct. <laughs> Thank you. Woo. Two from two. Uh, number three. Where can I buy a dancing locky doll for my dash? Come on, you entrepreneurs. Um, wait, what was it again? Where can I buy a dancing Lockie doll for my dash? Come on, you entrepreneurs. Just give me a second, because I'm actually on his Twitter. (laughs) 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 I see what you're doing there. That's clever. (laughs) Uh, Where, where, where? Bear with me. Um, false. Try the other answer, Flick. I'm true, yes. Correct, yes. Well done. Yes. Woo! Where the hell is that? I have no idea. Oh, my God. I um, Number four. My advice, vote yes for love, then we can celebrate with some stubbies, yeah. True. Try the other answer. Oh, my God. Do I... <laughs> I can't... I actually can't deal with how much I suck right now. I actually... I actually... Like, I'm really upset because I'm so competitive and I just lost. There's another game to come. There's another game to can, come. Okay, let's play the other game. All right, hey, I'll, I'll give you the last one. Just, I'll give you the last one because... Uh, let's be honest. This is a real one. I'll give you the answer to Okay, this is how hilarious. about if I get this, I win the whole thing? Okay, right. Yes. I didn't okay. just tell you the answer. Number five. Hey, those little corn niblets are hard to pass. I know because they look like little gold teeth fillings. <laughs> Seriously, Des. <laughs> I don't, oh my I don't God. know if that's a trick question or not. <laughs> like a um, true? Correct, yes. <laughs> yes! I win! Oh my God! Flick wins. Yes! I win. She wins I'm a Holden Trailblazer. Uh, <laughs> 
I wish. <laughs> um, just a couple because I'll get to this final game because it's from our beloved Granny Survivor. Um, Latifa, Latifa, Latifa. Okay, are you a queen, Queen Latifa? I don't know, wrong person. I, I really enjoyed <laughs> your it's a bad joke. Your season of Survivor, and I'm going to miss it. Fantastic job, Australia. Are you back Aww. next year? We, we don't know yet, Latifa. Um, how do you think? You would have gone on Vavau or Aganoa from the beginning, and who would have you made an alliance with? Um, it's funny you say that because I actually think I would have done on either tribe. Well, on either tribe, I think on Vavau, um, I definitely would have aligned with Craig, and he was definitely in charge. And I think we have such an amazing connection that it would have been the same out there. Um, and he told me that he would have aligned with me as well um, had we been on the same tribe. So. I would say for Vavau, I would have done pretty well. I probably personally would have aligned myself um, with people like Craig, um, JL, um, Kate, and um, who else was out there? I guess possibly Sue because I actually really got on with Sue. Um, I probably wouldn't have aligned myself with people like um, Andrew or Baz. Um, who else was on that tribe? Or I would have aligned myself with Tegan as well, actually, because I really loved her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I would have done really well in Vavau, and I think as for um, Aganoa, I think I would have done really well. I think I would have aligned myself with people like L, Lee, Rowan, and Phoebe, personally. Perfect. Good question. Uh, now, Margaret Smith, no, that was, oh uh, no, sorry, I'm, I'm reading the wrong one there. Um, no, Kelly, it's kind of not really quick, we've touched on this one, but I'll just read it out. Jericho has broken the Samoa trend of only females winning Survivor. Uh, is winning the jury removal advantage a good curse since both him and Michelle went on to win this season? And we kind of touched on that. I think it's sort of yeah. the opposite well, of the car curse there. Well, supposedly it is. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Well, two from two. We don't know about like the Israeli yeah. version or like the Swedish yeah. one, but from what we've seen. Uh, now, Margaret Smith, outstanding season, Ben and Flick. I'm actually going to miss Australian Survivor. Uh, has 10 confirmed. No, we don't know that yet. Um, <laughs> Flick, I noticed you on the reunion show in the audience. Lovely outfit, Aww. by the way. There you go. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you so much. So do, nice. you, do you prefer JLP with a beard or clean shaven? <laughs> you know, I would have to say with a beard. I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a beard girl. I like a bit of hair. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, yeah. I hope Granny Survivor is back this week and not her granddaughter on her beha- behalf. I miss her lengthy messages. We're going to get to that in a second, Margaret. Um, <laughs> before I get to Granny Survivor, actually, just in leading up to this, I kind of just like jumped online, Googled you just to kind of, you know, make sure I've got all the stats and I know what I'm talking about. And I love the fact that one of the articles that pops up is like, Survivor's flick is looking busty at the races. It was like a Daily Mail. Oh, Did you like, God. like, what the hell is with the Daily Mail kind of going through with these articles? Like, they I have, have no just... idea. That I'm, in, I'm, in the, I'm in one of the magazines right now. I'm supposedly I'm flirting really? with my friends. Yeah, because my... My, one of my good friends is on The Bachelorette, and um, ah. um, we went to high school together, and um, they're writing in the, the magazine that we're flirting together and stuff, ah, and it's like, okay. I literally just liked his photo and said, <laughs> you should be the next Bachelor. Like, <laughs> and it's like, all in the magazines, and it's like, the press has gone wild, and it's like, oh my God, seriously, they can't I, I just, anything. I want them to listen to this and kind of put something in the, I don't know, new idea or whatever. I mean, you could sue them like Rebel Wilson did and make millions. I mean, you know, Wait, go to town. I? Yeah. Maybe I'll well, make more than Christy or Jericho did. Bloody hell. I mean, they, they sure, they win half a million. You can win like, yeah. what, did, what did Rebel Wilson get? Million. Like five million or something like that? Oh, so Probably something like that. Go for That's it. Idea, Daily Mail, new idea, you're on notice. All right, <laughs> let's close this out with our beloved Granny Survivor. Now, Flick, she is... Long-term listener. She's a bit old, and apparently she sends in these long-winded questions. But I will say, last week, 
uh, was for our Dan one for Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. Uh, she apparently was sick, so she got her granddaughter to message in. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to read this for you and just bear with me here because she talks. Hello, dears. I'm back and feeling much better from last week. I am very pleased my granddaughter sent him my message on my behalf. Otherwise, she would know what happens if she didn't. Oh, I did have fun listening to your podcast with Dan. I would like to give a shout out to the lovely Ruth Marie for her kind words in an email wishing me a speedy recovery. I had no idea, dears, that some people listen to hear what I have to say every week. Well, don't worry, dears. I'm not going anywhere. I will continue to hassle the Oz Network. I love this season. I love her. She's amazing. Uh, I'm the winner. It was a great season. I'm going to miss Australian Survivor now, but back to the American one. We're all set. I'm excited to see Flick on the podcast. That I have been preparing my questions in advance, much like I did for my beloved Craig. Even if Flick wasn't able to come on that week, I still had my questions ready to go when she did, which is this week. All the news of seeing Flick as how helped my speedy recovery. Uh, (laughs) I'm so excited to see... Oh, no, I read that one. I thoroughly enjoyed your time on the island. I had so much respect for players who attempt to play, and your move at Final 7 to get rid of Brooke was fantastic. I really thought you were going to win, dear, and you were my favourite player from those who were left in the game in the Final 6. I was rooting for you. Aww. There you oh, go. I'm getting all emotional. Okay, all right. We're going. Gonna, come on, Granny. You can't make our contestants <laughs> cry. It's my job. Um, all right. So she's got she's got some quick fire questions, and then we've got a fun game to close it out. But I'm going to okay. go through these questions. These are going to be quick fire ones. And she actually says this in the first one. Describe Des, Sue, Luke, Joan, and Craig in one-word answers. <laughs> Des, legends. Um, Craig... <laughs> It's hard to do a one-word answer for Craig. You can swear on the um, podcast, Flick. Fucking love him. Oh, I can't. I can or I You can. can. You can. Go for it. Fucking nice. Oh, I fucking love Craig, and that's not one answer, but I fucking love him. Um, who else? Uh, who so, else? Sue. Sue. Um, beautiful. Luke. Legend. Oh, wait. I called Des a legend. I can't. Um, wait. Um, funny. Funny. And Joan. Joan, um, awesome. She's she's cool. Yeah, awesome. Alrighty. Question number two. If you could put yourself on any two American seasons, which two would they be? Um, it'd probably be season two of Australian Survivor. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's you can cancel out that question. That's fine. <laughs> no, if I could be on the American season, um, that is like a dream come true for me. I would have to say um, Millennials versus Gen X. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been such a fun season to be on. And then obviously, um, oh, I would actually love to play, um, what was the season that Russell was on with Pavati? What? Uh, Heroes Villains. Yeah, but what's, yeah, what? Um, uh, season what 20, season 20. Was it 20? Yeah, yeah I would yeah. love to be on that one as well. That, that would have been fun. Alrighty. Number three, did you have any interactions pre-game with any players? Well, you kind of answered that before, didn't you, in your um, little uh, audition yeah. group? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so you go. All right. Um, Des and Craig. Uh, now, number four, you answered this one. What is a reunion-like show that you attended? All right. Number five, this is going through this quickly. Uh, is there any contestant from your season that you have not personally met or have you now met everyone? I haven't met um, Evan, and I ah. believe that is the only person that I haven't met, just from memory. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've m- Oh, no. Evan and... Oh, you know, Evan... And then obviously I haven't seen Connor since the game as well. But yeah, I haven't, um, have never met Evan. 
Has has anyone seen Connor? Is he okay? Or <laughs> I think he's a is bit of a okay? common answer. I don't know. Is he okay? I don't know because um, he just went operator for a little while there. No, um, I, I think he's you know obviously he's studying and um, yeah. pretty serious into his law and everything like that. So um, I think you know it's a good thing that he kind of just disconnected himself from Survivor. Okay. Um, yeah. Connor, if you're listening, just send us a tweet to let us know you're okay. Connor, um, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, were your thoughts on Game Changers as a whole, dear? Um, you know what? I absolutely loved it. Um, and I it's funny. I thought Sarah was going to win the whole time. Like, ah. from the beginning, I picked her to win. Boom. Um, so, so, when she did, I was so happy. And I actually met her at Hearts of Reality, and she's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, and, yeah, there's so many stories I could tell, but I won't go into it. But, yeah, she's awesome. It's another episode. We're going to get you back alone yeah, for that exactly. one. Um, yeah. Favorite five players that you met at Hearts of Reality? That is so hard because there's so many people. Um, okay. Let me just start off with Jay because <laughs> he's amazing and I absolutely loved watching him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, God, why, is, why are these questions so hard? Um, I love <laughs> Brett as well. Like, loved him so much. Adam, these are all people from Millennials First Genix, of course. <laughs> um, Chris was awesome, like, absolutely amazing. Me and him got on, like, a house on fire. Like, seriously, we just had the best conversations. And I, I didn't actually expect we would get on so well. Um, but Chris is awesome. Um, and, oh, God. So hard. I'd probably have to say Sunday as well. But that's all Millennials versus Gen X people. Besides them, um, <laughs> LJ was awesome. Um, oh God, you know what? Everyone was absolutely amazing. I feel like I connected to everyone. Was there anyone uh, that was shit flick? Was there anyone that you want to tell us that you just hated meeting? <laughs> do you know what? No. And oh, I thought maybe there would have been. There's so, many, there's so many big personalities and everything like that. But everyone was absolutely amazing. Um, and... Yeah, I absolutely loved it, and I will be going back next year as well. It was How did you experience. handle the uh, the crazy Big Brother people? Because they generally stand out from the crowd. Uh. <laughs> Do you know what? Absolutely loved the Big Brother people. They were awesome. Um, met quite a few of them. I think there was about 20 of them or so. Um, and, yeah, got on, got on with all of them. My my biggest mistake when I went to Reality Rally was I was like in a shared bus that had picked me up from the airport. I was in like with Kelly and Dale Wentworth and like a couple of other were. people. And then um, there was this girl I was talking to. I had no idea who she was. All I knew she was from Canada. And then kind of we got off the bus and I was like, we're walking past. I'm like, oh, just not to be rude, but were you on a show? And she's like, yeah, I won season three of Big Brother Canada. And I'm like, oh, congratulations. Like, I had no idea who yeah. she was. So... Yeah, who are you and why are you here? <laughs> yes, exactly. People would ask me like, oh, were you on a show? I'd just be like, yeah, I won Australian Survivor. Like, yeah, it'd be know. like, don't you know who I am? Yeah, don't you know who I am? <laughs> are like, you serious? Come on. I voted Flick Out. God, that was it. what I was I known it. for. Uh, if you were on an all-star season, who are you most hoping to see again? Um, strategy wise and like who I would actually want to play the game with, um, cause I respect their game from my season. I would have to say Phoebe, um, Nick, um, and Craig. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for season two, I would have to say Luke, AK, um, and Henry. But if I could pick more people, I would. Um, but just for three from each one, I pick those six. 
Good answer. Now, one more here because the last question, <laughs> it's a Benry one, but we've already actually answered that one. Oh, here um, we go. <laughs> but this is the, the final. Actually, this is a good one. I know you kind of alluded to, we had a question there about who would have you aligned on other tries. But this actually is a good question. If you had been, not that our other ones weren't, but if you had been switched over to Vavau instead of Connor, who are you hoping to make an alliance with? And do you think your tribe would choose you to return to the tribe when they won pick your own tribe reward? It's funny you say that because I've actually spoken to um, a couple of um, contestants after that whole experience and um, I I was actually almost going to be like, you know what, I'll go over. But then in the back of my mind, I was like, no, I need the pillows and I need the blankets and we have all the, <laughs> I was like, we have all the comfy things and I love my camp, I don't want to leave, like, because at that time I just started sleeping as well, um, so it was really important for me to stay um, where I was without the change, um, so I didn't end up leaving, but for me, I definitely would have aligned myself with Craig and it's funny because everyone in the vow, like, after the game and everything like that was like, oh, Flick, we would have used you to get us further and we would have done this. So it's funny, I wouldn't have even been the person voted out, hence wow. why obviously Connor and Sam weren't as well. But I think Andrew was trying to get Craig out and Craig was trying to get other people out and there was just so much going on that wasn't really even shown early on. Um, but yeah, I think that I would have been safe for a while and because I am a pretty strategic person, I, I would have probably aligned myself with someone like Craig and made a, made a good alliance from there. Good question, Granny Survivor. Now, she's got a game here. She closes out. First of all, she says, thanks for your time, dears. Big thank you to our dear Ben for making fans like me happy to see my favourite players on the podcast this season. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, Granny Survivor. Um, Now, before I go, I'm back with a brand new game. Guess how many tribe wins pre-jury stage, including both immunity and reward, the following three-time players have won across three seasons. Okay, so basically... Well, that was way too full on Yeah, so... Then. Yeah, I, I'm trying to work this out myself. So basically, she's giving <laughs> me some players here and you just basically have to guess... A number. A number. Because she's basically okay. asking... These are three-time players from the American version and you just yeah. kind of got to guess how they many... they played three times. Yeah, so these are... They've all played yep. three times and how many total challenge wins... Individual or... No, these are when they've been on a tribe. So how many challenge wins have they had once on a tribe? Oh, God. So she, she, I will say she includes me here. She says, no looking, Ben. I've already looked, Granny. I'm not going to, like, lie here and try and beat Flick. Cause Oi, Ben, secretly, without any, anyone knowing, can you please help me? I will help you. That's why I'm also <laughs> taking you. myself out. Um, <laughs> but I'll, 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 I will give you the answers, essentially. But I'll, I'll basically make this, like, the price is right, higher and lower. So, okay, uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, please do. All right, Go. so, first player, Jerry Manthe. Um... Okay, altogether, 12? Higher. 15? Higher. 17? Lower. 16? Correct! Ding, 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 ding! Woo! <laughs> ding, 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 Look ding, how good Flick is at this game, everybody! She's so good! I'm a legend! <laughs> uh, Malcolm? Oh, 21. Lower. <gasps> 19? Lower. What? Um, <laughs> 17? Lower. <laughs> 14? Correct. Ding, 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 Are you serious? I think oh you got to remember Malcolm's first season of Philippines. He was on, um, oh, fuck, I can't remember the name of them. The, the really, they were crap. They lost everything. So yeah. I think that's probably a detriment there to Malcolm. And yeah. plus he was out very early on um, uh, Game Changers as well. He so. was actually. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't thinking. Uh, Jeff Varner. That's Ooh. an interesting one. Has he played three times? Yeah, he has. 
Okay. Um, 13. Oh, very close. Lower. 12. Correct. Ding, ding. Uh, Damn, that was a good one. Yeah, very good. You nearly got that one without any help. I know, Jeez. I know. Uh, Tina, Tina Wesson. Oh, um, God, she's played three times too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, good. Uh, 19. A lot lower. <laughs> really? Yes. Take 11. 10 off and you're close. <laughs> 11. Lower. 8. Correct. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Woo! <laughs> uh, now, this, I will say, clue here for this one, because this is similar to Malcolm. Stephanie LaGrosa, remember, Stephanie was on the dreaded Oolong. They won nothing the first time she played. 12. And then she was out very early on Heroes Villains. So, was that 12, 12. did you say? Uh, lower. Yeah. 11. Think Tina. Oh, eight. Correct. <laughs> uh, Tyson. I think Tina. Um, Tyson, 22. Ooh, close. Lower. 23. Lower. Oh, shit. Um, um, 21. Lower. A 20? Bit lower. <laughs> what? You <laughs> should... 18? Oh, higher. In the middle. Oh, my God. You said a bit lower. 19. Correct. Well, a bit lower is one. Like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> you should have said one lower. True. I should have. Yes. Blame me. It's all good. Uh... I blame you. Yeah. Andrea. Oh, okay, um, 16. Higher. Ooh, 18. Higher. 20. One higher. <laughs> 21. <laughs> Correct. Oh, look how good you are. Wow, you're amazing me. You're so good to me. Oh, I try. Uh, Amanda. Um, hmm, okay. 17. Higher. 20. Higher. 23. Correct. Oh, look at that. Third guy. Woo! Well done. Good job. Final one for you here. Three. <laughs> yeah, I was noticing that one. Uh, final one here. Sandra Diaz Twine. Ooh, legendary queen. Um, 24. Lower. 21. Lower. 17. You should have gone with the influence of three. Higher. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 18. Correct. Yay. <laughs> oh, God. I want to ask what you, like, game? Uh, yeah, she comes up with a different one so each week. I'm embarrassed right now. <laughs> I think she should have. I wanted her to include um, Australian content. That would have been fun, actually. I actually. You, um, know what? you should have done that because that would yeah. have been a lot more fun. Yeah. yeah, true. I'll have to I'll have to work on that one. So, Next um, time. For sure. Granny Survivor, we always appreciate it. Flick. Love you, uh, Granny. You're a legend. She's a legend. Uh, and you're a legend yeah. too, Flick, because this has been oh, a lot of fun. You. It's been so great to have you on the show. Thank you so much, and yeah, we appreciate thanks. it. And thanks. before I let you go, as I often now give the opportunity for all our contestants, got anything you want to plug? You got a, a social media you want people to follow you on? Any products you want to sell? You want to get a sponsorship endorsement? Something? I don't know. Um, the floor's yours me, right now. For me personally, <laughs> I just want to say thank you to all the people that asked the questions and I love you all and you guys are amazing and um, it's really good to have this, um, you know, the community all come together of Survivor and I, I have so much respect for you all so thank you for everyone who's listening to this um, and you're all amazing and yeah I guess you know social media is social media you can find me on there 
Instagram and whatever. If I don't you need search to plug for myself. Flick Survivor, it's kind of <laughs> I there. <laughs> I don't need to plug myself. It's okay. <laughs> Everyone who listens to this show is already following you anyway, oh, so it's all good. Uh, Flick, but seriously, again, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate it. And we'll definitely have to uh, do this again uh, either yeah, through the US one or next season for the Australian one. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Ben. And a massive, massive thanks there to Flick once again for a very fun chat. And uh, also thanks to all those listener questions. Just uh, absolutely incredible fun there. And uh, really do appreciate uh, the support that you guys had throughout this season. Um, as I kind of alluded to, I think, with those listener questions, arguably, I, I really have to say this, and I'm not just saying this to suck up or anything that people might think I'm doing, but uh, doing this show for six years and some of the best questions I've ever gotten, maybe the best questions I've ever gotten through an entire series run, um, really up the questions up, uh, you know, a lot of you guys out there. And I, I realise, obviously, it's pretty much the same group of people that we get sending them in questions every week, but I'm not complaining about that. I think, it, as I said, it's fantastic that we get the support and... Again, the questions have just been simply outstanding. So, uh, really do appreciate it. Those games are a lot of fun. I'm still waiting for somebody to, yeah, give the, the Ben Waterworth quote. Was this an actual quote Ben Waterworth said on Survivor Oz? Because I don't doubt that there's probably some there that you're going to throw at me and I'm going to be like, I never said that. And then I probably would have said that. So, um, <laughs> there's a challenge. There's a challenge out there for you, Ruth Marie or anybody else, uh, listening. But, uh, Ruth, me and to all the listeners, thank you. And to Flick, of course, thank you. As I said, um, a lot of requests for her throughout the season and uh we get her on obviously uh at the pointy end of the season and pretty much concludes our coverage of australian survivor for season uh four uh 2017 uh obviously there's a bit of debate still going on i i, I was invited to join a, a facebook group for australian survivor fans this week uh, and a shout out to everybody uh from that group and I, i'm having a lot of fun being in that group but uh involved in a debate as, as early as tonight uh in regards to this being season four or season two um, and I think we were kind of sheepish at the beginning of this season about whether we refer this to a season two or season four. I remember having that conversation with Andrew in our preview one, but, uh, I'm firmly with the cable argument, um, that this is definitely season four. Uh, I think it's very important to, uh, respect the history of the show. So, uh, and obviously we had, uh, 2002 survivor contestants on. So, um, just that's our viewpoint of it but um yeah 2017 australian survivor it's easy to say the year perhaps uh obviously uh we're done and dusted and moving forward now uh hopefully to another season um Obviously, a few questions there from some of the listeners in regards to whether it's back or not. Nothing's been announced. Jonathan LaPaglia was sort of uh, in a, a radio interview this week, and he kind of said, well, nothing's really being announced. I've heard whispers from some people that it's a possibility. I've also heard whispers from other people that it's not a possibility. Um, but the upfronts for Channel 10, uh, I believe, are in the beginning of November in Sydney, and that's generally when they release what's going on. So hopefully we might have an answer within a few weeks of what's going down with it um, uh, because, you know, for a lot of fans out there, they're very much enjoying the Australian season. Um, for myself personally and for a lot of other players out there, uh, I should say listeners, fans, not a player yet, Ben, uh, we obviously want to apply for it. We want to be on the show. And uh, there's a lot of people out there too uh, who are kind of waiting for that. So stay tuned. We know that New Zealand Survivor's back for another season. So uh, worst case scenario, if we don't have our own version next year, we've at least got our uh, friendly neighbourhood Kiwis to keep us occupied, occupied. It's about to rip shit into their accents there, but even when I can't speak properly, it's probably not a good time to do that. Uh, one thing I will say in regards to our future episodes uh, here with the Oz Network with Australian Survivor, before I sort of switch focus into our US coverage, um, we are going to be doing, as I've mentioned several times throughout these episodes, sort of a, a general recap of this season. 
long-term listeners of our show from the Survivor Oz days would know them as Oz caps that we used to do. Um, and it's not going to be an Oz cap as such. It's kind of going to be like if you listen to our New Zealand Survivor coverage and we just did a general recap of the season, it's going to be similar to that. Noah will join me and we'll just kind of go over the main points and what we liked, what we didn't like, go over a few things here and there. And um, I think the kind of the, the key that we would do with that is um, I think we might rate the seasons overall. Like, where would you put this season compared to the other three Australian Survivor seasons? And also um, the five best moments, which we will uh, produce a video of. And hopefully, won't get taken down uh, online on our YouTube channel. But if not, we'll have the five best moments. Um, and just we'd like to do that's what we do with our other TV show coverage when we get to the end of a season. We do a season recap. It's kind of like an hour episode going over the main points. Look forward to things like that. And then we recap it with our five best moments of that season so in the meantime if you're listening to this you got some thoughts from uh some some possible best moments if you want to vouch for like oh i definitely think jericho with the cookie should be in the top five or you know uh luke's blindside or something like that just messages in uh we'd love to hear your thoughts and we, we probably will put out there uh, a post, just any last minute questions. We, we're not kind of too focused a lot on the listener questions because I kind of felt we did that with the round table with Noah. Um, but we'll see how we go. We might sort of open it up for questions, um, but not necessarily as long as we give for other episodes. Might be kind of like a last minute edition that we quickly do. But um, again, if you're listening to this and you have a dying question you want to ask me or Noah in our sort of general recap of the season, uh, by all means, get it into us and we will address that on air. And the other ones, of course, to look forward to in the coming weeks uh cable former oslet cable uh who obviously was on our round table a couple of weeks ago with julian will be back and we'll be doing our rankings episode which we've teased a few times long-term listeners of this show would obviously remember when we ranked every single u.s contestant and we obviously just recently did a, a re-jig of those votes uh we're going to go through all 76 australian survivor contestants who have ever played australian survivor including the two channel 10 seasons the one channel 9 season and the one channel 7 season so stay tuned that's an interesting list i've done my list um and it'll be cable and i and we kind of, there'll be vetoes. There'll be sort of, we're going to work out a different way of doing it compared to uh, what we did with the US ones because we obviously have five people on that episode. And we're hoping not to go for 33 hours, folks. Um, I mean, again, there's two of us compared to five of us and there's only 76 contestants, not 442. So um should hopefully only be a couple hours, but we're going to be recording that in the coming weeks. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And of course, our idea that was put to us for our round table that we did with the other podcasts was, of course, the Hall of Fame idea and uh this is something we're still kind of ironing out the kinks in but um we might do that a little bit later in terms of the the rankings we might do the rankings episode first but um stay tuned for that because that's something we want to put out there to the fans and get them to vote in so um definitely keep an eye out for that and uh we will see how we fare with that one switching focus just into our u.s coverage for seasons 35 uh heroes healers hustlers as announced on our website uh, and social media pages, uh, we will be joined by Worlds Apart contestant Carolyn Rivera, co-runner-up from that season, of course. Uh, she'll be recapping episode three of Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers. We're recording that one around about Friday lunchtime, Australian time. Uh, it's Thursday evening for our US and Canadian listeners out there. Um, so if you've got a question for Carolyn related to season 35 of Survivor or in her season in general, obviously we've interviewed her in the past and you've probably had a lot of those questions answered, but by all means, if you've got a dying question, I mean, I just rewatched watched Worlds Apart 
start like within the last week. So uh, I might have a few things that I want to kind of add just based on what I've seen. So again, uh, for anybody out there, that's who we will have. And obviously our exit interview with uh, the third eliminated contestant from Heroes, Healers, Hustlers will also be on Friday morning Australian time. It's Australian Eastern Standard Time, of course. Uh, that's Thursday evening once again for our North American listeners out there. So uh, we're looking forward to obviously continuing to cover Survivor. It's where we're born from. It's our roots. It's what we're doing out there. Um, and for our non-Survivor fans or fans out there who are into other things besides uh, Survivor, just a few little teasers, a few little plugs. Um, we are going to be recording a reaction episode to the new Star Wars Last Jedi trailer that was released in the last 24 hours. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Colin and I did one for the first trailer. We are planning on doing that for the second trailer as well. Stay tuned for that one, of course. Um, TV-wise, uh, our coverage, of course, uh, Third Watch with newest episodes up today. Nip Tuck was up yesterday. Just a quick note on our Nip Tuck coverage. We've got a couple of weeks break from that, just in terms of the recording the episodes. We've kind of uh, had to take a bit of a break in our personal lives with those. So, um... If you've been avidly listening to our Nip Tuck ones, there'll be a couple of weeks delay. But our third watch ones are still going strong. And, of course, Monday, we start our Lost coverage. We've gone all the way back to season one of Lost, Noah and myself. Um, having a lot of fun doing that. Um, so... Stay tuned for that. We will be putting that one up. Monday is, uh, we'll put two parts up that will get you in the mood for that. And movie wise, our DC month starts this coming Friday. Uh, a Saturday actually. We'll be putting this one up on Saturday, I should say, uh, as we get into the four DC extended universe films in the lead up to Justice League coming out in November. So our first one, starting off with the very first one, 2013's Man of Steel. Uh, Colin and I recap that one. Very interesting episode indeed. And of course that will be followed by Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman. So, uh, get excited for that. DC Extended Universe fans. I'm a huge DC Extended Universe fan. So, um, you can obviously tell I'm going to be glowing a lot throughout those episodes. But, um, we appreciate your support guys. As always, uh, I always take this opportunity to kind of thank you for for sticking with us um i mean this has really been this has been not even a question of debate our first full season of australian survivor that we've ever covered from start to finish because clearly we weren't off the air last year of survivor oz uh just before uh flick season and then we came back just after it had finished so um it's been a lot of fun it's been a busy time for survivor fans out there given that we've had uh, Game Changers and into New Zealand Survivor, then into Australian Survivor, now into uh, Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. So it's going to be weird come January next year. It's kind of going to be our first month off Survivor coverage, basically, in 12 months. So uh, stay tuned, obviously, for everything, but um, really appreciate it. Bottom of my heart, guys, love you all. Love everyone, single one of you that listen in. Uh, it really does mean a lot to me. Whether you're a new listener, you've discovered us throughout this season, uh, whether you're a long-time listener who stuck with us from the very beginning of the Survivor, Vivros days or maybe you just like Flick and just thought you would listen to her but you hate me but yeah I still love you you listened anyway um, you can like us on Facebook of course you can follow us on Twitter YouTube as well search for the Oz Network and Instagram as well we're now on Instagram to search for the Oz Network as well and in regards to subscribing easiest way iTunes as always search for the Oz Network through the iTunes store 
And while you're there, as I say, uh, sort of every week, we really would appreciate it if you could just take a few moments of your time just to leave us some feedback and rate us out of five. Uh, obviously, as I said, we're trying to get our score back up there, back to sort of our Survivor Oz days when we had like, I think about 60 or 70 ratings on there. We're only got seven at the moment, uh, which we have gotten a few extra. Granny Survivor, thank you for sending in uh, some feedback. But anybody else who listens to the show, uh, if it would maybe be possible to leave us some feedback, that would be great. And of course, also on Spotify and Stitcher, we're available for non-Apple users as well. Um, we, we read everything that you send us. Uh, we see everything that's sent in to us. And for the most part, we reply if it's a direct question to us. Uh, we had a listener messages in the other day, for example, asking about Ozcaps, uh, for the US seasons that we missed whilst we were away, uh, Millennial Gen X and Game Changers, um, and whether or not we're planning on doing those. And as I sort of reply to them, uh, we want to. We, I'm the type of person who likes to complete a full set of something. So, uh, it is definitely, something that I want to do one day uh, and not kind of like what we're doing as I said with the Australian one and kind of making a shorter version I'd like to do a proper Ozcap like we used to do back in the day but um, it's not a priority for us at the moment um, so we will do it one day just probably not in the distant future but keep an eye out we'll, we'll do it eventually uh, but yeah questions comments concerns complaints anything we'll, we'll read them and we'll uh, deal with it uh, in match of a way we need to. So it's been a lot of fun covering this season, uh, definitely through all the exit interviews. If you've missed our final chats, of course, with uh, the final three, uh, with Jericho, Tara, and Pete, they're also online. They were posted earlier this morning. But uh, we did 24 exit interviews with 24 players. Uh, no, let me rephrase that, 23 players. Uh, we obviously spoke to Tessa twice and AK want to speak to us but uh that's a that's a story for another day i guess um but we appreciate all those players joining us and again as i said no exit interviews this morning uh big appreciation to channel 10 as well for their time uh allowing us to speak with those and i just want to send out a personal shout out as well to everybody who joined us for recap episodes throughout this season obviously andrew joined us for our preview episode and of course joined us uh last week as well but to everybody else who joined us uh to linda and julian back in our very first uh recap in week one uh to lance brooks from season one to evan jones from season three of course katie gold uh probably i'm going to say this um from a fan's perspective maybe my favorite just because i'm such a katie fan from the original season of australian survivor it's not to take away from anyone else we had on the show but i just i love that chat it was so much fun and katie i love that woman uh speaking of love des obviously des cruelty joined us there in the middle uh kylie uh craig came back again of course and more season one players with uh deb and sylvan uh to sue and of course obviously today to to flick and to our round tablers throughout this season uh, i already mentioned uh julian there with linda julian obviously joined cable again uh, to Noah as well and to Paul and Jared uh, fantastic that all of you guys can join us throughout the season as well for all that so I've had a blast uh, it's been a it's been a marathon but I definitely have uh, had a blast doing all this sort of stuff and I'm looking forward to now completely focusing on one episode a week uh, so it's it's a bit of a stretch but uh, look we're looking forward to getting back into uh, American Survivor and switching focus solely to that again I'm going to say it for a hundred times more because I'm just a repeating record thank you from the bottom of my heart for sticking with us throughout this entire season of Australian Survivor it's been fun one more episode in regards to this of course as I said with Noah but then when it comes to our rankings one will be a bit of a side one but I would wish you all the best of nights and days and whatever you want to say right now and uh, thank you for making it this far I've waffled on now for about 15 minutes Flick went ages ago and you're still listening to my voice so thank you so much my name is Ben this is the Oz Network it's been Australian Survivor Season 4 
We're out of here, folks. Thank you for your time, and we'll speak to you next time on the Oz Network. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.